it's another it's time for another exciting episode of your favorite podcast featuring two grumpy guys who yes argue incessantly before we start recording episode number 73 of the development hell podcast uh ed how are you doing we actually haven't spoken today except for me to tell you earlier i was i was potentially going to be a couple minutes late i'm doing okay i had a we're supposed to have a meetup for our open source group today and nobody showed up i saw it showed up i was pissed i was you know, start smashing stuff. But um, otherwise, I've had a pretty productive weekend, actually. I haven't really been relaxing. I've been working, uh, you know, shorter days, but uh, five, six. No, that's 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 what I regularly work. Um, you know, three hours of work, maybe. Like work, work, like day job work? No, 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 no. I've been doing like all the other stuff, which I foolishly decided that I should participate in, like um, uh, talking about mental health stuff. Like, like uh, I was commenting on some documents. I was uh, working on the. If you remember, about a year and a half ago, we did a like a mental health and tech survey, and I'm doing a new one of that, which uh, should be lots fancier and nicer to use. Um, and not on Google. So we had a few people I remember who were like, I'm not going to fill that out because Google, um, and I was like, you don't have to sign in or anything. I was like, Nope. And, uh, so I did that and, uh, you know, um, my wife, uh, abandoned me. So I had to go eat breakfast by myself, uh, today. Wow. So that was, was, a she, thing. was she hung over from her drinking escapades the night before? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. No, I saw her. I saw her because I stalk her on Twitter now in an attempt to break up your relationship. Yeah, that's and, a good idea. Uh, and saw her uh, talking about uh, the type of beers that eighty-year-old uh, people like to drink. Yeah, she was into that. I really don't need any help messing up my relationship. But oh, I know. Um, if, yeah. Maybe one day on Dev Hell After Dark, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, it'll be it'll it'll be fine. Um, and. Uh, that, but that was all good. And right now, one of my cats has come up and is fucking with me while I'm trying to record this. It was the same well, one that burrowed into the... We were doing a podcast. Um, you're doing the PHP Roundtable thing. PHP and I told round you table. it's because of your cyber cat fetish thing. The cat did not like that. Yep. Yeah, probably. probably. I told you the safe word is meow and you just ignored it. Because you just thought... <laughs> you just thought... You just thought, ah, oh, that's not really the safe word, is it? And the cat's like, motherfucker, meow. Meow, and motherfucker. That's it. Yeah, so anyway, it's the same one that had burrowed into the couch uh, while I was recording that. It was like, like scratched at the strings. Damn. Well, my weekend, I did what I usually do, which is uh, a lot of nothing. Um, Just housework, basements getting cleaned up. Uh, My uh, oldest daughter got a new box spring and mattress. So there was a long, uh, a long session of me yelling at my daughter over the state of her room. Yes, sounds about uh, right. I watched uh, people play with really expensive pieces of cardboard on, uh, I played on Friday and then I watched, there was a big tournament for people with more money than brains on the weekend. And so I was watching the live streaming mm-hmm. of that and mm-hmm. got to see some sweet, sweet magic, the gathering action and, uh, you know, and just kind of lay low, stay chill. I try not to do, uh, I try not to do too much on weekends. Cause then I start like, it's one of these things, you know, like when your ambition outstrips your skills to do things, you know, there's all these things you want to do and you just, you're just not quite uh, yeah, good enough at them, much to, like, life. Yeah. to really, right. to, um, to really hit that level that you want to be at. Yep, and despite right. what uh, people might not know this, but I'm actually 
well, maybe some people do realize this. I'm actually quite an ambitious person. And it really just like grinds me down when there's things I want to do and I just can't do them at the level that I'm comfortable with. Yeah, so, right. so much of the gathering is one of those hobbies where it grinds me down that I, that I'm not as good at it as I want to be. And it's for a variety of reasons, mainly because uh, I'm an adult with a wife and a family. So I can't just play for 40 hours a week like some of the other people can. But anyway. Yep. Uh, so uh, I try to get my fix by watching when they have tournaments for the formats and cards that I'm interested in. So, you know, they played it and somebody wins 5,000 bucks, uh, which I just kind of snicker and I think I make way more money just working. So I don't feel so bad about not being good at a hobby. So yep. 5,000 bucks to drive like eight hours from one place to another and stay in a shitty hotel and hang out with a bunch of nerds. Um, I want, I can just do that at home. That sounds like a conference. Uh, it does a little bit like an O'Reilly conference though. Cause it's pretty expensive. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I've never been to one of these, like for the tournament series that I was watching. I've never been to one of their events. I forget how much they charge. I think it's like 40 or 50 bucks for the entry fee or something. So, Oh, yeah. Next weekend, I'm, that reminds me, I'm going to an arcade expo. Really? Oh, excellent. Down in Louisville. Yep. Mm-hmm. Louisville. How, how long a drive is that? Mm, about three hours from my place. Oh, so that's not too about, bad. It's only about two hours from Indy, uh, so you yeah. Sh- you, you won't be in a fetal position by the time you get there. You should be okay. No, no. And then I f- then fly out for work. We're going to Seattle uh, on right. Sunday. So, oh, yeah. cool. So before we get into more of this stuff, I just wanted to ask you actually something about your car that occurred to me the other day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, can you, how can you justify buying a Volkswagen after they tossed all the engineers under the bus? Um, well, that's a good question. Uh, I think if I examined the uh, activities of all car manufacturers... Uh, I would find reasons to not buy any cars. It's yep, kind of fair enough. It's kind of like, you know, I was having this discussion about this. Actually, it was with car dealerships. I was talking to my friend and I was really frustrated because the car dealer that, in fact, I got my most recent Volkswagen from, uh, had kind of screwed me over and I was pissed about him. On the, and this is a couple times, a couple cars ago. And then it was time to get a new one. And, uh, and this had come up and I was like, I'm really pissed, but I don't know who else to talk to. And it's like, I don't want to use these people. I don't want to use that people. My friend was like, they're like, uh, I like that Cal posted something about Nazis. Um, he said that, uh, it's kind of like cell phone providers. They're just all terrible. So you, you just pick one. Fair enough. You know, I don't know. I, I guess if I ever buy a, a BMW like new from the dealer, I'm sure I'll get screwed over anyway too. So I bought a used one. Was that okay. transaction was that transaction was like really really good. So Did you pay I with shutter, Bitcoin or what? Uh, no no no, just with PayPal. And uh, I shudder to think like what it's going to be like if I actually go to to a BMW thing and and have to actually buy one of these things brand new. Anyway, yep. enough about how enough about our awesome vehicles. Let's. Uh, Let's talk about our sponsors for this episode before uh, we'll bring our guest on, who has actually been very good. Either he's muted himself or he's actually listening when we told me he needed to shut the hell up before we said that he was able to do something. So who do we got uh, this time out for our sponsors, Ed? Uh, I was thinking about Cal and yelling at him. Keep your filthy mouth shut. So I got a little distracted. But our first sponsor is um, Backup Pro. And these guys are pros at backups. And what they've done is created plugins for several uh, popular CMSs. Uh, and you might not know what that means. That means content management system in this this thing. Um, it, in some other places, there's like 55 definitions for the 
initial CMS. And uh, so this is the one that is about content management systems. So they have content, they have uh, these backups for, or these backup plugins for WordPress. I've heard of that. Maybe you have that sort of this obscure um, content management system uh, that uh, a couple people use. Express an engine two and three. I used to use Expression Engine. I don't anymore. Craft CMS. Uh, and then I think Concrete 5 is another one. And then I think PrestaShop. I don't know what that is. PrestaShop? Is that a you shop with something? I don't know. There's stuff that people do, I guess. I don't know. People sell things on the internet. I don't know what exactly I've been, I've been doing web stuff for like 20 years and I didn't know that people sold things online. Anyway, this backup pro is this cool system that like it lets you, it, you can do a one click, uh, backup, uh, it does database backup and restoration you can do. And it, uh, lets you do combinations of like local storage there on the server, Amazon S3, Rackspace cloud files, the Google cloud storage, your Dropbox, uh, FTP with SSL or plain FTP. Like if you just want all your stuff uh, monitored and stolen SFTP, or you could email, I guess you could email it. I don't, that seems like, I guess it depends on how big it is, but you can, and you can make your own uh, things too, because I think it uses, does it use fly system? I think, I think it uses fly system. Yeah, so you can like write your own drivers to, to have it stored in some uh, crazy place. So like on your, I don't know, ship it to some ZFS storage that you've got. Um, anyway, so and it, you can configure it down. It's super granular. Uh, it can handle things like database geometry and binary data. Uh, and it's got this system that sort of like that monitors the backup state. So it tries to like check its integrity so that it doesn't just like run and just assume it's going to work. It actually does like checks on that to see that it can actually be used for recovery, which is pretty cool. So it's a pretty dope thing. And this guy, Eric has been uh, sponsoring us for it. Uh, someone asked, uh, as far as I know, it does not work with graph databases. So no, uh, because none of these CMSs that it works with use that. So, uh, anyway, backup-pro.com uh, is where you get it. And normally, this is a this is a high-end product. This is not for you know greasy kids stuff. This is high-end stuff. And normally it's a hundred dollars, but because you guys are so cool, uh, the dude who makes it gave you a special discount, fifty percent off. With the code DEVHELL, D E V H E L L. So if you go to backup pro.com, you check it out there, uh, you get your thing going on, you get everything set and flying to go, it's 50% off. So that's uh, it's pretty cheap and uh, a good thing. You know, you could set it up with, like if you're setting up something for a client, you know, 50 bucks, you could roll that into your budget and uh, you're going to get a real good backup system that. Uh, they will inevitably not, you know, update their stuff and it's going to get broken into and you'll have backups. So it's pretty cool. So anyway, uh, they're a really cool new sponsor and it looks like a really powerful system uh, that works with a bunch of different stuff. So you should definitely check them out, especially if you're doing WordPress, Expression Engine, Craft CMS, Press the Shop or Concrete 5. They've got stuff for all of those. Uh, and we'll put in links for the extra special trial versions that you can check out uh, that we have. 
So that's our first sponsor, and we should thank them again for because they're relatively new. They just started last last episode. And then who we got next there? The cat is like pulling in my jeans. It's like got its hooks in my jeans, and it's tugging at me. And now it wants it's trying to scratch me. I'm sick. It's still mad at me. Our next sponsor is Rove. And my understanding now is that it's just uh, uh, that awesome uh, woman there, Priscilla, who we work with, and that dog. And that dog has taken up all the work that uh, Chris used to do there and is doing it. So it's just the dog, uh, I think, taking care of everything. So is that right, Chris? The dog's doing your job? I think so. He walked away probably to pee or, uh, I don't know, fight somebody. I'm right here. Yeah, sure you are. Anyway, so the dogs are... What, you think I have audio macros set up or something now? Yeah, you should. Uh, It's like that, uh, like in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. (laughs) That is my favorite movie of all time. Please continue. Yeah, there you go. You wish you were Ferris? Uh, Sometimes. All right, well, fair enough. So at Rove, when you hire those guys to do some PHP stuff for you, it's kind of like hiring the Ferris Bueller of PHP. They're uh, doing good stuff over there. Smart people. They uh, take care of business for you. And they used to hire Chris, so uh, I guess they have good judgment. I guess. Maybe not. Maybe not so much. So anyway, they've got that going on there. Uh, Then the dog is being treated well. Uh, there are no problems with that. So uh, I guess everything, all the bad people have left. And uh, now it's just uh, a happy family over there. So that's great. So Rove, you need to get those PHP experts in there and do your training, do all sorts of crazy stuff. Okay, we still got one more because we, we have so many sponsors now. It's crazy. And we got our Wonder Network. And as you know, they do things like, where's it up, dog? And uh, wonder what's my, what's my site look like, dog? Yeah, what's my site look like, dog? Uh, ping, dog, ping. You're the man now, dog. That's <laughs> oh, one of the services. <laughs> um, and uh, Wonder Proxy, which is a personal VPN service. Where's uh, my porn at, dog? That's what uh, that's what Wonder VPNs use. Wonder Proxies use for. Well, yeah, I mean, there's some stuff that's not legal in the states, so you route it through a different place. Uh, through Canada. Oh yeah, Canada is totally cool. Uh, and they have, you know, one thing that you don't talk too much about is that Wonder Network has this awesome tool called Natural Load Testing. That's kind of like a you know how you fire up something like Apache Bench and that's supposed to be your like performance test on your website and yeah, tool. And then sometimes it'll be like, well, you should use Siege instead. No, but I don't know. This thing actually will like, you can have it log in and like test stuff out um, and, you know, keep all your cookies for you and maintain authentication on sessions and junk like that and actually kind of act like a person. Um, it lets you record tests with your browser and acts like a user and not like a spam bot or something like that. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, natural load testing is super good. And a cool thing that they offer, uh, it's in beta right now, and you can sign up now. You can just go to wondernetwork.com slash load testing. 
And it's a really cool tool, and it's been around a while, and not a lot of people talk about it, but it's awesome, and it's the best load testing tool I've seen. So you should totally do that. So that's what they got going on. Um, I guess I was kind of nice to everybody today. I'm not sure why. I think it's because the cat's distracting me by scratching me. And also, it's Mr. Reinheimer's birthday today. Oh, that's right. So happy birthday, Paul. Yeah, we really trashed him last episode. Oh, yeah. And I said, yeah, it was great. I said that to him on Twitter. I was like, hey, it was somebody was saying happy birthday. And I just said, hey, we really trashed you last episode. He did not respond. Well, he never responds to anything. I think he he either has us muted or blocked, one of the two. Yeah, one of them. Well, if I was blocked, I wouldn't be able to see him at all, I think. So, I wouldn't trust Twitter to implement blocking correctly anyway. So yeah, that's a given, good point. Given how many times they just lose followers and they're incredible non-committal to stopping abuse, it wouldn't surprise me if he actually has his block, but we still get to see his stuff. Yep, that would be a good thing. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that's what we got going on. These sponsors are pretty rocking. And, uh, yeah, I think you should go check them out. You check out uh, the backup-pro.com. Remember that code's DevHell. You check out Rove at Rove.com, R-O-A-V-E.com. And Wonder Network at WonderNetwork.com. They got all sorts of cool stuff, so check those guys out. All right. So uh, without further ado, now we can finally introduce our guest. I think it's, it's going to be kind of funny because for once we get to ask all the questions and he's going to have to answer. And uh, when we think about someone who uh, embodies community stuff for PHP, there can only be one person that we refer to, and that would be, as my wife likes to call him, the Cal Evans. Cal, you can finally talk. <laughs> I can unmute myself finally. Yes. Finally. I've been snarking in the, um, the, the what the heck is this program? Um, oh, Slack. Yeah, I've been snarking in Slack. That's what it's for. Yeah. So that. welcome to our fantastic little show. It only took 73 episodes for you to come on here. Yes, thank you. I, I appreciate you finally acquiescing to my begging and letting me come on board or come on for an evening. So, what channel is Callan? I don't even see him saying anything. He's in the live chat channel. Dude. Oh, I'm in the general channel. That would help if I go to live well, chat. Well, you—that's that's where we chat. Swear. See, I thought Ooh. you were just ignoring all the insults. Yeah, jeez, you missed all of it. <clears throat> oh, it's my yeah. man. It's my man crush, Brady. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that guy. <laughs> I'd have his kids. I love him. Yeah, but I was keeping myself um, muted because I, I didn't want to say anything because the, the amount of profanity that Chris throwed at, threw at me before um, oh, yeah. before we started recording, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, okay, I'll keep quiet. Please, don't beat me. No, he's abusive. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Absolutely. You really ought to get a better um, permanent guest host, and I'm available if you do decide. So. Okay, well, yeah, when he kicks off... I'm just saying. Has a stroke, a rage Well, stroke. that's all the time we have for Cal today. <laughs> you want to talk about the sponsors again, Ed? Yeah, sure. Chris, do you smell toast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I smell cat, and the cat, our new cat is just staring at me. <laughs> She's, uh, she tried to steal the other cat's food, and he, he let off a howl that sounded like an old woman had been stabbed in a back alley. It was oh, the <laughs> nastiest thing I've heard in a long, long time. They're not doing so good. They're kind of like at this. They're they're okay when I'm feeding them. Like you know, try to get them to like acclimate to each other. Yeah. Uh, uh, I feed them treats. You know, the after the morning and afternoon treats at the same time, and at least they're not yeah. growling at each other. And uh, and so yeah, the, the the office manager's not too happy that there's a new employee, and uh, there's been a few confrontations with some ridiculous uh, howling 
hissing, hissing from the new cat and just like like a wail I didn't think a cat could actually make. It was quite impressive. Somebody needs to contact HR. Yeah, I know. I know. Eventually they'll uh, eventually they'll get their act together. So at least at least I'm lucky that I have an office that I can uh, shut the cat into at night because I don't feel like being woken up at two in the morning as they're trying to work out their differences. <laughs> Wait, what? Is there a litter box in there? Yeah, like a litter box and food and everything. It's all good. So is that so you don't have to leave your office? <laughs> no, I have a chemical toilet for that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. One of those stadium I have buddies? Little, I, have, I have a little fridge, and then uh, I just need a hot plate, and uh, and I'll be okay. And you could survive a nuclear winter there broadcasting. Yeah. Maybe. Hey. But what I do need, though, is to like get like uh, uh, like a remote doorbell thing, so I can tell when someone rings the doorbell, so I like so I can get like groceries and stuff delivered to me. I'll just run upstairs, get them, and then run back into my office. It'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Might be okay. That's a good idea. So yes, we agreed to have Cal on uh, to talk about a whole bunch of things. So let's let's let me switch over, get away from this stupid Slack program, and go look at uh, our wonderful pirate pads. So Nermad PHP, Nomad PHP. Uh, oh, is that what that meant? Nermad. Well, y'all just had Joe on to talk about Nomad. You don't need to have me talk about that. Yeah, but you're the reason Nomad exists. Let's we can minimize Joe's role. He's like me. He's just the permanent guest host. So we can <laughs> we can talk no. about Nomad. Joe's my backup. I'll tell you the um, origin story if you really want to know why Nomad exists. Well, talk is cheap, so keep going. Hey, what the heck. Um, y'all know Karate Wasim, uh, 7 PHP? Yes. I got to thinking one day, uh, this was after, I think, his second interview with me, which if y'all both have done those, I assume. They're, they're like proctology exams. I mean, he sends you a Word document with 34 questions. Um, one of them took me four hours just to fill out. But I got to thinking, you know, he's sitting there on a small island you know, off the coast of Madagascar, off the coast of, mm-hmm. South, or of Africa. And... Mm-hmm. He's never going to get to see any of the people that he interviews, and he's never going to see all the sessions that he says are so wonderful in all of his tweets and his interviews. I said, there's got to be some way we can bring it to him. And I said, well, we, maybe we can do this thing. And so I pinged Rob Allen and said, hey, would you get up at 2 in the morning and present a talk for me? And after some persuasion, he agreed to. And that that's really how we um, – how we got it? How we got Nomad PHP? And we just kept doing it. So you stole this guy's idea, is what you're saying? No, I didn't steal his idea. <laughs> I did it for him. Right, right. No, 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 no. He was inspired by. He was inspired by him. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Based on an outline by <laughs> PHP, Cal Evan presents Nomad PHP. James Cameron. No, no, I, I, I am not above stealing Nelson. ideas. Um, the CFP report. I totally ripped off from Brandon Savage. Nice. Nice. So we well were, done. Brandon and I talk all the time in Skype, and um, he, I th- he pitched it like back in August. And I kept rolling it around in my head, and I, you know, every now and then I'd mention it. He'd go, yeah, uh-huh, you know. And about November, I was like, okay, you've had your chance. And so I, I started doing it. <laughs> so you just pretended you know? that you had forgotten about it. And he no, just no, stopped. I told him. I'm, I'm totally <laughs> ripping your idea off. So, yeah, right, but unlike, right. Brand, unlike Brandon, Cal's not charging. That's really the big difference between these ventures. Oh, yeah, I'm not charging. Yep. Well, I'm mm-hmm. trying to sell sponsorships, but uh, I'm failing miserably. So right now, it is yep. just a labor of love, and it's not even a labor of love for it's me. Really Kathy's kinda, doing all the work. So just kind of labor. The lovely and talented Kathy. Yes, we all know her, and uh, you know. Yeah, most of you who, like her better than me. So. Yeah, I mean, we know who's. Whoa, responsible what's that supposed for to mean, Cal? 
Wait, what? That most of my friends like my wife better than me. Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. No, that's all right. Uh, I actually wrote the wrong thing down. I think I meant to write down day camp for developers, uh, but uh, it's good to hear about Nomad because it is a cool thing that you do. Yeah, it's a fun little project. Have you spoken at a Nomad, uh, Ed? I did. I did. I wanted to talk about open sourcing mental illness, but Cal said no. Nobody likes soft talks and they're garbage and then wouldn't let me. No, well, I think this whole mental that. health thing is just a scam of yours. It's just so. not real. It's just, yeah. get, just let's just get over ourselves. No, I, I, you know, I, I know you why he said, yeah, I know, and it made sense. He, I just think I've, I've seen your talk two or three times, and mm-hmm. it is a he wonderful talk. But I don't <laughs> think it'll come across well online. I think it's it's much better in person. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, when Ed break, bursts into tears, it's you have to be there in person when he's just <laughs> doing it in a remote. It loses. It loses all impact. <laughs> Yes. Seriously, Ed, I'm available if when you get ready to get rid of him. So. Oh, yeah, no, we're thinking about it. So, yeah, so you did that, and you always have lots of uh, irons in the fire, so to speak. Um, and sometimes you grab them and you get burned, but you also have this thing coming up. It's, uh, what's it? Uh, uh, Daycamp for developers. Childcare for developers, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was the original title, but the URL wasn't available. Day, so day uh, we went with Day Camp for Developers. Yeah, we do this. Uh, this is another one. has a fun story. I Back when I was living in the Netherlands, I came up with this idea called Box Lunch Training. And um, it was going to be, it, it was originally something like Nomad PHP, but um, it was, it was, it had a different spin. And Kathy said, yeah, you can do it, but I'm not going to let you take any money out of the household budget. So I had to figure out how to fund it. And I said, well, let's do an online conference you know i'll get five people together we'll just we'll do a um everybody do a talk and uh, we'll charge for it and i can use that to fund it box lunch training never got off the ground matter of fact i just let the url um expire recently Mm. Uh, but day camp for developers this is our i want to say 12th or 13th one now so um it it just kind of hung around well let me step back for a second i think uh you told me one time that uh that uh, that box lunch Thing didn't take off because that has a different meaning in the Netherlands. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> different meaning. I'm happy to share the different story oh, with Edward. A story oh. I usually share where it can be recorded. So, yeah, right. Yeah. And, uh, Ed's all about them box lunches. I'll tell you that. <sighs> <sighs> oh, we'll get uh, so immature. That's how this show actually works. I'm a uh, scamp. So, so I have been on Day Camp for Developers, and, and I'm pretty sure that Ed has been on Day Camp for mm-mm, Developers. Mm-mm. No? Oh, you fucking loser. <laughs> this is another thing I'm better at than you, Ed. We'll yep. just, I'll just yep. add that to the book. Yep. Chris, yeah, you were on one of the most popular ones. Matter of fact, up until um, late last year, it was the, the, the biggest one we'd ever done, uh, the one on unit testing. Of course it was, because I was involved. Was there any doubt? <laughs> Very popular. Um, but we did um, debugging beyond Vardump, and we had Fabian, and apparently Fabian has more Twitter followers than you, so it was more popular. Oh, cool, I, I, I actually paid for that one and, and, uh, and uh, listened to that. It was good. Very cool. Yeah, we, that was a fun one. Um, and the, the new one coming up is... Um, Modern PHP. We got a great lineup. Um, first of all, I want to invite both of you to be my guest. If you'd like to attend, you simply email the lovely and talented Kathy, and mm. she will take care of um, giving you uh, issuing you tickets. When when is it, Cal? April twenty second. 
What? And this this confuses a lot of people. Day Camp for Developers is a virtual event and takes place online because we we apparently suck at letting people know that on the website because I'll <laughs> eventually get five or six emails before April that say, oh, this sounds great. Where's it going to be? I need to book my hotel. <laughs> yeah, basically. you know. Well, I don't know, Cal. It's on a Friday. I don't usually work on Friday, so we'll have to see how this goes. That implies that you work. Come on. You know the conferences are developer spring break. You're not, not working at this. So. Well, maybe I'll do it and I'll promise to get completely drunk and violate the code of conduct for day camp for developers. I'm pretty sure I can figure it out. Yeah. I'll probably still be uh, jet lagged from Australia, even though that's like a week later. I'm probably sure we'll be like, I still don't know what time mm-hmm. it is. Oh, oh, very cool. You going to PHP Australia? I am. Yes. Awesome. He's going to talk Congratulations. about Congratulations. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so looking forward to flying 15 hours from here to Hong Kong and then nine hours from Hong Kong to Sydney. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, but you're staying for a couple weeks, right? I'm staying for like five, six days. Oh. See, if I ever make it to PHP Australia, first of all, Kathy's already said I have to take her with me, but we're packing mm-hmm. our dive gear and we'll be down there for a month. So oh, yeah. You can fight sharks well, out there. good for you, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Can you uh, you pack your dive gear? I guess yeah. If you check your bags, that'd be okay. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you have we a harpoon have gun? No, no, not that right. I'm willing to admit to. Do you remember that there was that FedEx flight that like the guy, uh, he was riding in the like the like, cargo seat or something like that. Just like I can't remember what they call that, where they kind of ca- they hitch a ride to go someplace. So he says he's going to hitch a ride, but. He like whips out a, uh, a harpoon gun and starts like he shoots the pilots and jumps. Is this the alternate ending to the movie Castaway? No, that would be great. Or is but this the no. hunt for DB Cooper? Like I don't, I don't understand. Also good, but no, this really happened. This dude. Oh, I had no idea. Was uh, like kind of a little messed up in the head and was having a tough time, and I think was very disgruntled at FedEx. Uh, for one reason or another, I don't like, but all I know is the dude whips out a, a harpoon gun, like shoots the pilots and, but they like fight them off and are able to land it, I guess. But yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, I guess I, I think it, it yeah. was a little No, rough. I don't carry a harpoon gun. Um, Soon to be a sci-fi a channel movie near you. Man, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta find Sharknado 4 FedEx. Let me just say FedEx harpoon gun. Let me type that into Google. It's okay. I'll find it, Ed. I put it in the show notes. I totally found it. There we go. All right. Federal Express Flight 705. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He was going to kill the crew with hammers, so their injuries would appear consistent with an accident. Oh, yeah. And he was going to, like, fly the plane into FedEx headquarters, I think. Oh, wow. It was pretty messed up. Yeah, I mean, it it was... Dark times. Anyway, so uh, so that wasn't you, Cal? <laughs> no, no, that was not me. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let me. That just- might be one I, of the best segues ever. You just did. I rarely fly FedEx anymore because um, they let people on with harpoon guns. Yeah, you might want to ask him about that. <laughs> hey, did you guys? Well, now, now they've got you know. Yes, sadly, all I can afford to miss is about a week. I mean, my employer is understanding and will make me take uh, vacation time, but I can only be gone from my house uh, for so long before uh, just it gets untenable. Yeah, you're at Mozilla now. Do you actually work for Laura? I work, uh, my boss reports to Laura, so there's still one buffer between us. Yeah. So y'all will remain friends then. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I just saw her on Thursday because I my boss asked me to go to the office, and after I finished trashing my uh, trashing my office in response to that question, I said, "Okay, mm-hmm. fine, I'll come in." Uh, <laughs> so I did get to see uh, Laura and give her a very unprofessional hug. So it was good. Very cool. Oh, when I grow up, I want to be as smart as she is. I swear, she is way more talented than any of us. Mm-hmm. Always surprised that she hung around with us. Yeah, I don't know why. Don't she know. knows talent when she sees it. That's why I'm there. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. So, so Daycamp for Developers. Virtual oh, yeah, we're back on Daycamp. Virtual <laughs> conference. I was involved in one of the best ones until Fabian came and stole my thunder, and quite rightly so, because that guy's really good. Yeah, he, uh, he rocked it. Yes, he did. I believe, I remember he had, like, uh, connection problems, and then you got him back on, and, you know, the usual stuff. I remember when I had to do one, I had to call in on my phone and then do my slides that way, because my home internet connection really, really sucked that day for some reason. We've had that. Uh, you're not the first one. Um, in fact, the very first one we did, um, oh, what's his name? He used to work at Microsoft. Josh Holmes. Um, Josh Holmes was the very first one we did, and he actually had to do that. He had to call in or dial in and then do his slides over the internet because his internet was so bad. He, used to, he still works there, though, doesn't he? He's back yeah. working now, right? You, yeah. said, you said he used to work at Microsoft. Oh, yeah. He used to be the PHP yeah. Um, liaison or something. Now he is in, I don't know, browsers. I don't want to say IE. I don't want to insult him, but I think no, he's, I think he, he's, no, I think he's doing Internet of Things stuff because I remember he did a presentation oh, okay. at Pacific Northwest PHP about all the Internet of shit stuff. So it was kind of. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a super secret uh, why we're doing that. But actually, um, them graph story boys, including me, are going to go out to Seattle like next week. To, uh, no, I saw that. to see Josh so and talk with God, him about so graph so, uh, yeah. Neo four J is going to end up on like my doorknob. Great, thanks. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I I assume they're going to buy us out. So I'm going to cash in my shares and I'm out. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. Hey, thanks, thanks everybody. You heard it here first. Yeah, right. You're going to get your hundred dollars and be on your way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you, I, I left a company uh, after they uh, laid off the entire uh, team. And uh, like a, they had to, a year later, buy back, within a year, buy back my shares. So I got a check for like two bucks from them a year later. <laughs> I never cashed it just to fuck with them. Um, actually, yeah. at least the folks I worked with were very nice and actually tried to help me because uh, it was kind of a kind of crummy situation. But uh, um, yes, I was kind of like, why did you uh, why did you even bother with this? I don't know. But they had to like if they didn't show that they had sent me the money, it would. Uh, I still remember the letter I got that told me that all my uh, Moontoast shares were worthless. That was that was fun. Yeah, that was good times. That's good times for everybody. Yeah. Had to be a great day there. <laughs> I, don't know, I just got this letter. I just I thought, oh, you're reorganizing, organizing, and screwing me out of the point oh 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 one percent of the company I owned. Great. Yeah, basically. Yeah, no, that doesn't really. It doesn't really work out. I'm gonna have to be making WordPress sites until I'm like 97. Hey, don't diss on WordPress. I use that a lot. I use that I for day camp for developers. See how I, I swag, segued back over that's there? That's very yeah, good. I like. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like how you did that. And do you use Backup Pro? Say yes. Say yes. Sure. Yes. yes. Sure. I'll you. use it if you pay them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very proud of that. Yep. Absolutely. I like the fact that they use Fly System. That's cool. Yeah. It's a. It, so it, it is. It, I mean, I think it's a cool sounding product. I mean, if I was shipping more stuff to uh, to clients, 
I'd totally just be like, yeah, throw that in with it. And Cal, they paid us super fast for the sponsorship, so I yeah. can't say enough. Do you, do can't say enough good fast. things about them. So it's very yeah. cool. Yes. So that is exactly why we're still talking. About uh, so, them. so Cal, on the topic of, of day camp for developers, before we ask a bit about your plans for modern PHP, for day camp itself, has it ended up being the the thing that you envisioned it to be at the beginning? No, and again, I started out just as a one-time thing, and um, it, it would, it, I never intended on doing more than that original one, and it's grown to be so much more than um, what I expected it to be, and we just keep doing them. Um, every time I do one, I said, well, we can't top that one. Should we do another one? And Kathy says, yeah, let's go ahead and do another one, so... I'll come up with a topic and, um, it, you know, we just keep people keep showing up and the speakers just keep doing a phenomenal job. It's very little me. I mean, all I do is introduce the speakers and hit the record button. The speakers are the ones that do a great job. This is this is very true. I can verify this is how. Uh, no, my cat just bit me. You're, you're contagious, Ed. Bit. God damn it. I was petting you and you bite me. You ungrateful little. Oh, get. Don't do that. Oh, now you're taking a swipe at me. Hold on one second. I got to mute while I say a few words to my cat. <laughs> truly these are first world problems oh yeah my cat is uh just laid back on a showing its stomach and that's why i'll never love you all right now we're, okay, now very we're back very all good. right yeah. no she just she's very I th- she gets overexcited sometimes when she gets mm-hmm. petted because i guess she's stuck in this room a lot so she just got a little aggressive and ah! nipped me, nip, nip me on the finger Wait, how, how old is that cat pretty young six, six years old Okay. Oh, so no, it shouldn't be. You got a mean cat. You just know, got a flat out mean cat. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a psycho, a sociopath cat because it purred when it bit me. So I don't know how you did. Yeah, you, that you, doesn't. You say, glean whatever you, know, you uh, whatever you want. That's a sign <laughs> of a very. That's a masochist cat. That's right. It's like uh, <laughs> I love that I'm about to hurt you. <laughs> just, just a little nip. This is awesome. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's comforted by the hate. Um. Yep. Anyway, so. Uh, so yeah, and the one you got coming up, can you tell us a little bit about it, Cal? Okay, um, it's modern PHP, and originally, um, you know, I, I had this idea, and I'm like, you know, who who can I invite? And um, oh, what's his name? The guy that wrote the book called Modern PHP Code Guy on. Um, yeah, Twitter. I'm embarrassed. I can't remember his name either because he's Josh, a friend of mine. Come on, people, get get a grip. Josh Lockhart. Yeah, Josh Lockhart. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and I invited him. I who don't like Slim know what the hell his name is. Come on. <laughs> I invited him, and um, he had a conflict, and so I was, I was almost canceled. I said, so, you know, but I went ahead and um, invited the rest of them. And to replace him, I sent an email to Lorna Jane. I said, um, I know you're not doing any more speaking engagements right now, but would you do this one because I'm kind of in a bind? And Lorna was in like the – we've done – I believe this is the 12th. Lorna's been in at least seven of the day camp for developers. She's, uh, she's kind of – yeah, she's one. kind of up a perennial um, get as good as she is then we'll talk well yeah but, I mean, come on um, yeah. she's kind of one of our perennial speakers and I, I just it was a long shot I said you know have you got something you want to yeah. talk about and she came back and says yes I'd love to and so she's going to lead us off with what to expect from PHP 7 uh, Rob Allen we all know Rob Allen yeah. um, is doing um, PSR 7 and middleware Chris Pitt from Australia Chris you know him you know Chris Pitt Chris. I, I know him enough to know that he's actually in New Zealand and not Australia. Cal. Ooh, really? He's wow. going to be pissed. Okay. 
hey, he gets up at two in the morning to do lightning talks for Joe. So, um, you know, but I, okay, he's on that half of the world. He's doing um, generators. And um, this is one that's very, I, I'm very interested to see. Aaron Petrowski, the guy that wrote Icicle is doing asynchronous PHP with Icicle. And um, asynchronous PHP, you know, React and Icicle and things like that, I, I think that's going to change a lot of what we do. And so I'm kind of excited about that. And then Sarah Goldman, formerly of Facebook, is going to close it all out. I always, I always like to have something different at the end. Um, so she's going to close it all out with um, a talk on hack, and, uh, hack and HHVM. Oh, yeah. So because she might not be at Facebook anymore, but she's still the leading expert on hack and HHVM. So yeah, right. Oh. Chris, you're supposed to talk while I'm taking notes. <laughs> well, while you're taking notes, and while um, Chris is fiddling with his cat, um, I, I will say this: I, that's not a, a euf- and that's not a euphemism either. But <laughs> oh, I've got a few extra tickets, so if you want to, if you guys want to send out to your mailing list um, and offer some free tickets, or raffle them off, or give them away as scholarships, um, let's say yeah. Dev Hell has four tickets, so you guys okay. can do what you want with them. So yeah, I will okay. send them to the mailing list. Although I wanted, to, I, I was thinking because I was kind of pissed off because I got an email. I get the emails about uh, um, the updates whenever new subscribers join or leave the DevHell mailing list. So I saw someone quit today. I was going to like shame the guy and paste his email address up on Twitter and saying, how dare you leave our mailing list? Feel free to spam this guy and put his email address into Twitter. But Jeez, if I did that from people (laughs) leaving my mailing list, I'd not have time to do anything else. So, Well, you know, people just handle rejection in different ways, Cal. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, give those away or raffle them off or give them out of scholarships. Um, don't sell them to your sponsors, okay? Oh, and I say that because I know that's going through Ed's mind. Hey, we can sell yeah. these things and make money. If you guys yeah. want. <laughs> uh, All right, yeah. fine. We'll give them away. These aren't Super Bowl tickets, buddy. Come on. Now. <laughs> they could be. These, these, are, these are like uh, Titan regular season tickets. They're not. Oh, damn, either. Skippy. That hurts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> not even hey, 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 hey. The Titans are in a rebuilding decade, okay? <laughs> Oh, I can't say much. I root for the Dolphins now. They're they're, oh. they're oh my kind God, of um, really? Jesus oh, you got God. you got our boy our OC from the Bears who we loved last year. Oh, did we? I, I don't know. Yeah, he's the new head coach, uh, Adam Adam Gase. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, we. Oh, did you start working for the Bears or something, Ed? Yeah, I'm the twelfth man. <laughs> no, yeah, you're have you not seen right. my epic Twitter fights with uh, no, the, Matt Frost about the use of we? When yeah, are, I'm when surprised I did it because teams yes. because I hate it when people do that. But I totally, I totally drank the Kool Aid on that one. Um, yeah, we. I'm the twelfth man. I, just, Speaking, I guess Cal uh, doesn't know about this argument that Matt and I have all the time when when Matt refers to we when talking about his favorite teams. I always remind him that unless you actually work for the franchise in question, <laughs> there is no we. There is a they, and you are being exploited and abused through your fandom. You're one of those. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yep. Also, it helps me. It also helps me rationalize that when they don't do well, I can say they are messing up instead of saying we are messing yeah, up. Yes, sure. sir. You, you bear no responsibility for well, it. Well, I can get that because you're what a Royals fan. No, why would I be a Royals <laughs> fan? Oh, Cal, this was going so well. <laughs> I'd rather be a Royals fan than a Dolphins fan any day. That's for damn sure. Well, especially lately. Go with a winner. The, the Dolphins hold a special place in NFL. It's our job to hold last place down so no other team slips down below it. <laughs> I, I, I thought you, you were going to talk about the, uh, the uh, uh, what, 
what the seventy three dolphins? No. Yeah, I thought you know what, and, and I couldn't think of the term for when you win all your games. Well, you, you know that we talk about this real bit because I knew we'd find other things to talk about. That team is full of a bunch of assholes because every year oh, when, yeah. the, when the last team loses, they get together and pop champagne. Oh yeah, you know, no, they're jerks. All this, all this They've done something percent. nobody else has done yet, so I, I'm I'm happy for them. But every year they got to do it. Like really? Well, yeah. they, come on. It was the '73 Dolphins. There's not many of them left. And Shula does make a good steak. So hey. I uh, I ate at Shula's uh, in uh, Walt Disney World, and boy, that was a good steak. Very cool. Yeah, it was good. That was good stuff. I got to go back there. I think I ate at a Shula's place one time too. Yeah, it was good. Though. It was good. I don't remember where though. It wasn't in Disney. <sighs> yeah, where are you allowed? Hey, we're getting Tim Hortons. That reminds me, we're getting some Tim Hortons around here. Really? Yeah. Do you want to come down? I I kept saying I wanted to come down and see uh, see Pawnee for myself, but you know, you kept acting like it's the biggest affront against humanity. What that you would come here? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you got this. Uh, what we got? Four tickets now. Does that include two tickets uh, for us? I mean, our tickets are special. No, 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 right? no, no, no. I'm I'm not that cheap. Okay, you're you're coming as my guest. You two are coming as my guest. Oh, very um, nice. But no, very I've nice. got four extra tickets that you can give away to um, whomever you want, however you want to raffle them off, or I'm not giving them away my scholarships ticket. or whatever. Yeah, we you should can't do that. Sell them. Can we have a random number generator? Which of our listeners deserves it the most? Do you think they should know, write I'm it? I'm sure we can just, what we'll do, Ed, we'll just like export the email lists from MailChimp and then uh, and then put them and randomly assign it to somebody. We'll figure it out. We're programmers. We should be able to write a, a I don't know Perl one-liner to parse the list and pull a name out. I'm sure we can figure it out. Uh, there you go. I'm gonna make, make sure you use the new random int function on PHP 7. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So, uh, Sarah Moog is going to talk about uh, hack. <laughs> I made a joke. Yes. Sarah Moog. She was, uh, you know, because she um, it's not a Facebook anymore, I guess. And nope. she's somebody- I can't wait to talk to Sarah and find out what the hell happened there. I no, we know. should have her on. Well, she's going to be on the cruise. Did you know that, Cal? Yes, I did. And uh, you're going to get to meet my wife because she's coming on the cruise. Woo-hoo. Oh. That's going to explain everything. I can tell her all the stuff that you do at conferences. You don't tell anybody. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's heard it all. She's anyway. so wild. And, and also, none of it will surprise her at all. That's the, that's the beauty of having low expectations. Nothing I do surprises her. <laughs> uh, so I, I, But I was in the middle of saying what a cool joke I made. Uh, this is on Facebook that she was posting about it. And then somebody said, oh, you could join Twitter. Ha ha ha. And I guess she said, yeah, actually, Twitter reached out to me or something like that. <laughs> you know, because what doesn't surprise me. I mean, just, you know, she's up. And then I was like, I'm looking forward to HHJVM. Wow. That's pretty good. Because, you know, they use a bunch of JVM stuff. And Twitter, they use a bunch of JVM languages. So, yeah. So that there, I explained my joke. Very cool. Well, I knew she was gone. I actually, I don't, I don't care why, but I put in a bid on her, um, her ID. Oh, that means her nice. Facebook ID. Yeah, you should definitely get on that. You should definitely get yeah. on. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna just put in the notes here. H- Maybe she can finally update that book on writing extensions or internals of PHP or something. Actually, she totally said that. She was like, oh, oh you know she's what not I gonna, do. We, we all know she's not going no, to do it. Version 2. Whatever. Version 2 is going to happen. It's all different now. 
Didn't they change that totally for seven? Like the extension system is very different. They changed everything in seven. It's okay. now written in Java. So, oh, that's nice. It suddenly got way more complex and <laughs> impossible to <laughs> yeah. find good documentation for beginners. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's good. Uh, hey, I guess that. Uh, so, like, how many people usually attend one of these things? Like a thousand. Um, that's the marketing number, but in reality, it's always a little less. So, a little less. Yeah, um, no, we have, um, between 50 and about 150 at the last one. So it's pretty good. Real conference. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's not too shabby. Bigger than true North. It's pretty good. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, there's a lot of people that, you know, for whatever reason, can't attend a conference and, um, whether, you know, they don't want to travel or their company won't let them travel. Originally, the very first day camp for developers was held on a, and the first five or six were held on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. And the very first one was 25 bucks a um, ticket. And the reason was that, um, I wanted, if companies wouldn't, weren't going to pay for you, I wanted you to be able to attend because yep. that one was on career development and I wanted everybody to, um, to be able to participate. Right. Right. Did you have a talk? So that I've not just always said, been the money grubbing, you know, man right. whore that I am. Now it's super expensive. I was going to make yeah, a joke. Really is. This was a good joke I was going to tell, but then you started talking again. So I'm here's sure. this good joke I was going to say. I was going to say, was one of the talks be a white dude? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. So that sounds really cool. And yeah, so we'll give away those four tickets. Um, and when, what's the date? I don't even, what is the one? When is April it 22nd. Come on, Ed. Keep I'm up. not, Stop I'm not actually listening. Game. Okay. Stop playing a game. Stop playing fallout shelter, whatever the fuck you're doing. Instead of <laughs> I just throwing the pregnant ladies in front of the gunners and get some. That's what here. I do. That's what I do. You know that Cal, he's so disrespectful to this whole process. As the as the permanent guest host, I have to carry this show while he's busy playing whatever video game that he just got ordered from Japan for his collection of consoles. It's really tiresome. It I'm just great. saying, Ed, choose me. I don't care what you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. All right, so we got that, and then uh, the other thing we were kind of talking about was when you talk about, you know, we've got. You know, Cal, you do a lot of stuff and you, you charge a reasonable amount for it. You try to make things affordable. There's a few things you give away for free. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a few things you don't. It depends on different stuff. And and uh, and Chris, you uh, charge an arm and a leg for your horrible books. And people keep buying them. I don't know why. But uh, Wait, now you called them horrible books. That implies you've actually read them? Yeah, actually I have. Um, okay. In fact, I was just reading the... PHP uh, unit or the, 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 the PHP unit cookbook uh, hmm. the other day, because I wanted to see if I was missing something about making mock objects. And apparently I wasn't. So. I thought it was because you didn't know how to do an assertion. No, I, oh. I don't know how to do that either. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I just say, I'm cool. I just type that into there and it keeps giving me a syntax error. So I don't know what the problem is. Anyway, but uh, I mean, one of the things that came up this week was uh, an announcement from the MailChimp folks, and they've had this product for a couple of years now called Mandrel that I've used quite a bit, and oh, one yeah. of the, and it's this transactional email system. And what does that mean? It just means that like it just sends regular emails for you, and usually can handle like incoming emails and tr kick off jobs that way too. 
or could do things with that. Like you could put webhooks in and oh, stuff like that. I never knew that. I think that's the transaction part. So it's for the emails that it's, it's not like MailChimp is for like a campaign where you send one mail to a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And a transactional email system is when you're sending like a, you're sending a bunch of maybe different emails to different people. Um, and it's, so it's really good for things like, uh, any kind of emails that your system has to send to a, like say one user, like, yeah. uh, a password recovery thing or just a notification like, Hey, your graph database came up. So we, we use Mandrel at, at, at oh, graph story. It, graphs. it is about Christ. it. Yeah. So we use that at graph story. We use Mandrel, uh, for now. And, but what they said was they had this blog post last week and it was like, Hey, we're going to change it. We're going to change what Mandrel does. And somebody can go look at all the stuff they want to do. And they use this lengthy post that talks about like market segments and vertical positioning and I don't know, horse shit like that. Um, but the, the short version of it is that they, so one of the reasons why we use Mandrel and I've used Mandrel for a number of things, but especially for p- people who, you know, like stuff I did on volunteer basis or for a charity or something like that. If I wrote up, you know, some little web tool for that was that they had a free tier that if you sent much like MailChimp does that, if you send less than a certain number of mails per month, it's free. And that and is not, a ridiculous number. It's like 20,000. Yeah. It was 40,000, 40,000 for oh, wow. Mandrel for Mandrel. It is, mm-hmm. um, or was, and now they're not going to do that. Mandrel is going to be an add on that you get only with paid MailChimp accounts. So if you have a free MailChimp account, you can't use it. You has to be one of a paid account. That's at, at least their, I think their base level one is a $10 a month plan. Mm-hmm. Um, that gets you some stuff, I guess. I don't know. And Mandrel's only going to be available that way. And uh, they're not going to have a free tier for Mandrel anymore. It's just not. And you have to buy blocks of mails, which is like $20 for 25,000 cents. And all the stuff that the, I don't know, CEO, vice, super president said in the blog post, I think... Made sense, and I didn't really have a beef with it in the sense that, hey, we feel like this isn't, you know, we want to change the product. That was basically it. That was their prerogative. Totally, okay, I get you. That's fine. The thing that bugged me about it is that they are transitioning everybody in two months. Um, Yeah, that's a little short notice. That's what kind of bugged me about it. Um, And honestly, one of the reasons is I sort of kept using Mandrel too was because it was a MailChimp product. And this is now this is my opinion about it. And obviously I want to hear your guys' opinions about it. I use it as a MailChimp product thinking that, well, they're not going to pull some BS on me. Kind of. I feel like it's, I'm going to be able to rely on it. This is, you know, and again, I can see something changing and I can see something like, Hey, we're going to transition this over the course of six months or a year. And you guys have that much time and we're going to, we're going to switch everybody over. I two months is not a lot of time, and yeah, especially if you've got a lot of infrastructure built on this, that's yep. that's not a lot of chan- time to change over. And uh, it's so, I mean, it's it, basically I think they are tr- from what I can read, they are kind of getting out of to some extent the 
we're just a, a utility to send emails for you. And they're kind of emphasizing the slightly more advanced stuff that Mandrel could do in terms of like templating and stuff like that. Um, so they don't want to be a, I think they're trying to get away from this uh, service again, that sort of like uh, competes with uh, places like um, uh, Amazon SES uh, or Mailgun or SendGrid or SparkPost, which is a place that I heard about just recently. Um, that are basically sort of like utilities for sending emails. And that's, that's what they do. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not so white glove. It's really just sort of a service and it's not, it, it, and I, I can kind of dig it. Maybe it doesn't fit as well with what MailChimp is about, but two months, man, really sucks. And, and um, we built yeah. uh, the CFP report is actually powered by um, Mandrel because uh-huh. each one of those emails is generated separately, and then we use Mandrel to send it out. That's right, and, because you can set you can change settings on it and stuff yeah. like that, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it, it's it's a pain in the butt because Mandrel has um, allowed me not to have to load. A mail or run a mail server for a couple of years. I've got right. a WordPress plugin that I install on all my WordPress sites right. that just hijacks the WP mail function and says, "Okay, we're just going to send it out through Mandrel," and I give mm. it an API key, and you know, boom, it's done. On the other hand, Mandrel has allowed me to do and build things that you know I, I would have never been able to do. Things like um to see a peer report i would have never been able right. to do that if i was still running exum or something like that myself i i, I wouldn't get into it or i wouldn't have um, dug into it as much so i do appreciate um what they've done for me but yes um two months is kind of short change i would have loved to seen six months i know i've got to scramble now to find a solution for um several different things i'm doing Right, right. And I guess that's the, I mean, I think that's the frustrating thing is that I, and I think the, the other side is that how much of it is, okay, even if you're on this free tier, Mandrel is, it's not like they're, they like wrote it out as a charity thing necessarily. They want you to use their product and mm-hmm. they want you to use their infrastructure and to tie into their system. And with the hopes that you'll start sending enough emails at some point that they say, Hey guy, it's time to spend a little bit more money. And that's okay. Yeah. I totally dig that. But they do a bunch of work to recruit you to integrate Mandrel into your infrastructure. And I think that's what bugs me the most about it is that it's not like, well, it's a store and you're not gonna be able to buy stuff from that store anymore. Right. And it just goes away. It, what we did, what what they wanted you to do was integrate Mandrel deeply into your application. And now it's like, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. And you got eight weeks, you know? And yeah, kind of like Twitter did to us a few years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Build on Twitter. Right. Ah, just kidding. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm interested to hear, I mean, Callie, you've been talking about it, and and I think, that, but I think the pushback a little bit I heard from some people is, well, it was a free thing, and you had a good ride, and it's over, you know. And I'm kind of, you know, and I guess I have mixed feelings. I feel like there's some, especially when you're you're saying, please use us, please use us in your infrastructure, rely on us. That you're sort of owe your customers, even those customers who are on your free tier, a, a more. 
you know, uh, more than a two month notice. And uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. As much as I, um, it pisses me off that they've done this. It was a free service, yeah. and it's not like that. Like I said, it's not like the first time that somebody's yanked a free service out from under us. Sure, we should we should know these things. Matter of fact, I'm looking around. I, I'm probably going to build on um, Amazon SES or something. I don't mm. want a free service anymore right. because it is easy just to say, "Eh, just kidding," and rip the rug out from under you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder for if I'm paying you for you to um, to do something like this. I mean, it's not impossible, but it's a lot harder. So, who wants to hear what the guy who sells things all the time thinks about this? Nobody. Ed, let's keep talking. Yeah, let's keep talking. The one thing I will say is, you know, when Google Reader went away, I specifically paid for Feedbin because mm-hmm. it's a paid service. And that's interesting that I I was like, I'm not going to, I think a lot of people use Feedly, which is, has a free tier. And I was like, no, yeah. I'm not going to use Feedly because it went away. <laughs> and now I'm kind of, you know, I have this other I did feeling. I Feedly, but I did it on the paid tier for the exact same reason just, until right. um, RSS just kind of died. So, Yeah, I still read stuff about celebrities in it. But um, I guess we should hear what Chris has to say because he's on if the he show. And he's here. Oh, you actually want to hear what I have to say now? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my first, I guess the too long don't read, didn't read response to this is boo fucking who, but I'm going to talk about it a little bit more. So (laughs) the points are actually correct. A lot of them are correct, right? This has been, it was a free service and yeah, it kind of sucks that uh, they're pulling the plug um, and giving you two months. They could have given you zero months notice and just sent bills to everybody if they wanted to be that way. But here's Again, and this is my opinion, and this is based on having sold a lot of uh, a lot of niche content to people and done quite well with it. Here's the thing, right? People are are uncomfortable about money in general. People seem to think that there is some big gulf between things in the physical world and things online. That everything online should be cheap or zero. Because it's online, because it's never going to be more difficult than today to duplicate things and send content and stuff all over the place. So when I hear people complaining about a free service that's about to become paid, what I generally think is that they don't understand, they're they're overvaluing what their own time is worth and devaluing what other people's time is worth. The idea that MailChimp through Mandrill could send all these emails, thousands and thousands of them for free and not impact their business at some point is ludicrous. Things that are free are being paid for one way or the other. We've talked about this a zillion times before. If you're using a service for free, you are the thing being sold. Um, so I just look at this and I just I I just really run out of sympathy for people who complain about free services going paid. Uh, everyone who works on all this stuff for Mailchimp deserves to get paid. And if you are constantly trying to build business, and I'm not talking about charities, right? I agree that that this was a great solution for like nonprofits, mm-hmm. right? Low levels of emails, great, right? The problem is that people expect they want to get high quality stuff 
um, for next to nothing. And they don't understand that someone has to pay. Someone is paying for all this work to get done. MailChimp is not a charity. MailChimp is a for-profit company. They're trying to make money. Is two months enough time? I have no goddamn idea. But my personal opinion is that if you've built your whole business around Mandrill and all of a sudden it's going to be a humongous problem for you to switch, well, I think you pretty much fucked up because you should have you should have been thinking about abstracting things away. As a programmer, these are the things I talk to people about all the goddamn time, about you don't want to lock yourself in on certain architectures, on certain interfaces. You want to make it so that when you absolutely need to change something, it's not painful. And all I hear, and I'm not accusing Cal or Ed of this, is just this nonstop bitching and moaning about every time they have to change something. If you paid attention and gave a shit when you build this thing, switching from Mandrill to some other service should take you an afternoon. And that is it. If it isn't, then you've made a mistake and you now have to pay for that mistake. I just... I guys, I get so tired of this. It's the same thing I see permeating. It's like this, it's the startup culture thing. It's the idea that everything should be free and we'll just create something and we'll figure out how to how to make people pay for it later. Well, guess what? Now MailChimp has figured it's time to get people to pay for it. I use MailChimp. I pay for MailChimp. I'm very happy to continue to pay for MailChimp because I, I appreciate the service and, and I understand that they need to pay their own bills. The idea that all these services got to run at a loss because some fucknut thinks that it costs nothing to send an email. It's just, I, I get tired of it. I really get tired of it. Um, yeah, you strip out the profanity. I totally agree with you. Um, sure. I, I don't think that that's one of the reasons I'm looking at different options. Now, I love MailChimp. I'm not leaving MailChimp. I have big pieces of my infrastructure built on MailChimp. Um, and quite honestly, if Mandrill comes in and is free at the tier that I'm currently paying for, yeah, I'll probably keep using it. But um, you know, if they, if they charge me a lot more, then yeah, I'm going to look around and probably go to like something like AWS. I'm not going to something the free tier for that exact reason. Um, I, I want something that's paid, and I want something that if since I'm paying the bills, if um, they do something that I don't like, I can feel comfortable about griping about it. So here's here's a little follow. I added something to the pirate pad. So when people are looking at the notes, they'll see a link to a gentleman named Patrick McKenzie, uh, who's I think he's Patio Ten on Twitter. Um, So I don't know how many people who are listening follow this guy. So basically, the reason why I'm linking to him is he did a very good series of tweets today. Patrick, what he did, he's an American who lives in Japan. He moved there a number of years ago. Uh, I believe he has a, a a wife who's from Japan. So he went there and he actually worked as um, the prototypical uh, Japanese salary man, worked for a company, and then he set up a bunch of things on the side, and he used to, he made a lot of money on a website that produced bingo cards for people, believe it or not. So he has started up an, a new company called Starfighter, and they're trying to do... Add, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the proper way to describe this, like gamification to the recruiting process. And I don't, I mean, I don't believe the idea is that good myself, but whatever. But he did a very good series of posts today, and I'll probably drag them up on Twitter, talking about how the, just the mind block that people have where you have software developer types complaining about why do I, you know, oh, I have to pay $10 a month for this thing. That's ridiculous. As opposed to like when you have to like, rent office space for your business. It's like you're paying like 600 grand and you're locked in for like five years. He's just showing this great, like the, um, the dichotomy between, between like what things actually cost to get done in the real world and mm-hmm. the perspective that a lot of 
to be perfectly blunt, super insulated people have about running software businesses. So I just, I see these things like, I understand. I understand that people are mad that Mailchimp is saying, "Man, you're, you want to use Mandrill from now on? It's an add-on to a paid Mailchimp account." I'm sorry, you got two months to switch over. Best of luck. Uh, you know, we'll take your money. We'll keep this going. But you know, if you got to switch, you got to switch. I just look at this. It's just like, oh, I'm so tired. It's just like, oh, they need to make money. Everyone should be be thinking about how to make the things that they're do the things that they're doing and how to make some money. I appreciate that Cal gives away a lot of stuff. I often have some serious personal disagreements about what Cal gives away and what Cal should be charging for. That's an issue for another discussion. Probably uh, I'll get drunk and yell at Cal about this when we're on the same ship in July on a cruise. Let's do that. I'll bring my microphone and yell at me because I'd love to have that conversation. We can talk about this. It's just just this entitlement. It's like somehow... it's like the shit I should do, I should get paid for, but the stuff that other people do should be free for me. And that's kind of oh, yeah. like, that's kind of, uh, uh, I see that as a, as a problem and as an attitude that many, many people, um, you know, have. And then on top of it, people then get super defensive about, um, figuring out, uh, they look at their ideas and they devalue the ideas they have on themselves. Uh, they have their own. And then they like, way, way undercharge for what they're doing. And it's like, I just, I figure like I taught myself how to sell things, how to market, how to do all that stuff. If I, the dedicated sales hater could figure these things out, they certainly can't be that difficult. And I don't think I have any kind of natural aptitude at this sort of thing. It I would just, agree with you there. Yeah. It just burns me that like so many people are like, Jesus Christ, like stop fucking complaining and just get the shit done. And if you would approach these things correctly from the beginning, then these sort of things, it's like, they're just they're just little speed bumps instead of a fucking iceberg that you've crashed the Titanic into. It's like, come on, people! Like it's twenty fucking sixteen. All the things you need to know how to insulate yourself from this type of thing are out there, and just people just continually choose not to do them. Continually. Yeah, I agree, and we we learned this lesson. I keep bringing this up. We learned this lesson with Twitter. We've now learned it again with Mandrill, and we will learn it again with the next great API that people put out there and all of us adopt because it's way cool, and then all of a sudden it's not available anymore, and all the business that we built on it goes away. Um, I call it sharecropping. Uh, we talk about this a lot. Digital sharecropping, like yes. Digital sharecropping. If yes. you don't have a blog or a website and you say, oh, Facebook is my website. Nope, got news for you. You're, dig- you're a digital sharecropper, and as soon as it's no longer convenient for them, you will be out on your butt. I, I totally agree with you, Chris. Like, I mean, I just, uh, it just, I look at it and think of like, just with a little tiny tweak of, of people's perception of something, they would understand uh, a lot of these things I've been talking about over the past couple of years and lots of advice that I give that I don't even charge for. And it's just like, you need to, you need to like look at these things and, and instead of like pissing and moaning about the fact that mandrels, you're going to have to pay to use it. Maybe you should ask yourself, how did you end up in a position where a free service became an integral part of this thing that you're trying to build? Yeah, I totally agree. Mine, I I will say, in my defense, I honestly believed that um, the CFP report was going to be so big that I was going to top the 20,000 very quickly and um, start paying for it. Didn't quite happen. Hey, you know. We can talk about that too in (laughs) July, believe me. Oh. Oh, I love you, Cal, but oh, all right. He's so mad. You made him so mad, Cal. Obviously, yeah. (laughs) 
Jeez. Just not mad. I'm, just like I'm frustrated, sorry. I'm just, just frustrated and disappointed, and uh, and just I I just feel like I just repeat myself endlessly, and everyone's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Ugh." <laughs> it's like, fine, go be peasants. I'll be sleeping on my mattress full of hundred dollar bills. All right, let's go to the next topic because I'm tired of talking about this. Yeah, but the Canadian. Oh, we, oh dollars. that is the last topic. Yep. No, and they're not Canadian hundred dollar bills either because those are plastic and they feel really weird when stuffed inside a mattress. <laughs> yeah. That, oh my god, we made it to the end. Yeah, we did. We had a, and we went off with a bang there. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was touch and go there for a minute. Didn't think that would actually end, but God yeah, we're, we're here. It was good times. Oh, I'm completely wound up, and I'm going to have to stay in my office until I calm down. God damn it. Yep. All right, Cal, are you doing anything else other than day camp for developers in the next uh, quarter that you want to talk about? Uh, no, I am finishing up a five or six event um, first quarter and uh, with I'm doing Midwest PHP I don't know if either of y'all are going to be there uh, I am not but I uh, am one of the sponsors oh very cool well thank you um, I'm going there and then I am going back down to Brazil for a conference down there and then that's it for me until I believe tech so um, it's been a wild first quarter this year, but I am actually um, starting to um, turn down speaking engagements because I'm just traveling so much. It's it's not nearly as fun as it really sounds, people. Seriously. Yeah, it's not. I do know that, like I mentioned before, Cal and I will both be on the uh, hopefully infamous PHP Cruise 2016. Oh, yes. Yes. And I will be dressing as Fatbeard the Pirate one night for dinner. Come get Ooh. your picture taken with me, the lovely Kathy, and little Joe. <sighs> he doesn't know that, but he's dressing as a pirate, too. Oh, yeah. Joe doesn't know this? Great. Great. <laughs> Don't tell him. Yeah. He's, he's listening. I think that cat's like, <laughs> Yes, and I will be there with my uh, long-suffering wife, um, who has promised to stay far, far away from me uh, when she's on the cruise. So uh, it could be interesting. Hey, I'll have my uh, microphone. Yeah, let's sit down and have a couple of talks about this stuff because I don't for you. I listen to you. I don't always agree with you or I have different motivations than you um, on some of the things that I do. But I do value um, your opinion and your advice, believe it or not. Oh, I know you do. That's not a doubt. All right. Uh, what about you, Ed? I know you have a couple things coming up. You have uh, you're speaking at the Combine, I'm which is a at the very, combine. very cool name one. When is that? Uh, you know, I'm just bringing that up now because I uh, forgot. It's in April. Okay, it's so you're doing the combine, which is a very cool name. That's uh, you're doing your open sourcing mental illness uh, 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 mm-hmm. fire cry with me talk, and then uh, you're going to Kalamazoo X. Is uh, Liz going to be there? I, I gosh, I hope so. Um, so, so yeah, it's funny because you reminded me that I was like, yeah, there's another conference, but it wasn't in my spreadsheet, but it's Kalamazoo X. I forgot to put it in my spreadsheet. <laughs> That's great when your friends know more of your con- conference that you're doing than what? you do. Yeah. Uh, and so I won't be at tech. Uh, I know, Ed, you didn't get accepted, right? So the two of us can bitch Shot about that. down. So I, I, I said, I've been to St. Louis already. It's no big deal. I I haven't been to St. Louis in quite a while. I've not been, so this will be a first for me. Well, hey, cool. you, know, you guys get a chance to check stuff out. One of the more interesting things about St. Louis is that all their uh, museums and like uh, art galleries and attractions are all free. Yeah. So oh, the, cool. the zoo is free. Like I went there. Oh God, a long time ago uh, when my kids were really really young. My uh, wife's 
brother was living there with his uh, with brother's wife there. She, so they don't she, deserve to get paid. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly what. It no, no, hey, they're choosing. No, 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 they're choosing to give those things away. It's a public St. service, friend. Because St. Louis has a hollow, empty core. After white flight, everyone moved out to the uh, ring of counties around St. Louis. So it went from like, like it's like a Detroit-style migration where they went from like three, four million down to like two hundred fifty thousand people in the core type of thing. Um, it was very interesting driving around St. Louis and and seeing the impact of the, of that type of thing when all the all the people who are scared of uh, of brown people ran from downtown St. Louis and uh, uh, bought humongous uh, houses in the suburbs. It was probably had nothing to do with the fact that they just wanted a house with a little more land around it, and so their kids could play in the backyard or something. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure that's how they justify it, but the truth is often something different. Uh, yeah. You like to believe that, but sure, why not? <laughs> okay, okay. Sure, whatever you say, bro. Uh, as I sit in my comfy Canadian suburb. And uh, so, yeah. So nothing for me. I mean, Australia in April. Uh, I'm going to London in June. I'm keynoting PHP South Coast. Nice. Uh, giving a talk entitled. Oh, very cool. That's a great conference. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to going. My talk is called An Oral History of How I Became Grumpy. So I'm going to talk about like community stuff and how I got involved and those sort of things. Very nice. And then, and then for those uh, of our listeners and other people who I know who are in the London, England, UK area, uh, I will be there for a week after that because Mozilla is doing one of their all hands work weeks um, in London. I'm st- going to be staying at some swank hotel downtown. So I'll probably be available for drinks and other sort of extracurricular activities while I'm there. So uh, then the cruise in July. And then I don't think uh, as of right now, nothing else for the rest of the year until the very last uh, True North PHP done by me and Pete happens uh, in November. You're going to be at um, Northeast PHP? Uh, I oh no because they don't pay their speakers so I won't be going. Okay, it's going to be deep in the woods of Canada. In, yes, it uh, is uh, Prince Edward Island in Charlottetown. I've been to Charlottetown, and in fact, they're having the event at the hotel I stayed in this past summer. It was oh, a very, very cool. it was a very nice hotel. But Ooh. but yeah, I'm 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 not going all the way out there on my own dime. Thanks. I hope at um, PHP South Coast they put you up in the same hotel that um, they put us up in last year. It is a Gorgeous old hotel. It it's is. a Holiday Inn Express, is what they said. So I somehow, <laughs> somehow no, I, the same one. That's a gorgeous. I had this for. I had this huge room because the um, the hotel had almost like a tower um, in one corner, and I had a corner room, so the room bulged out, and it was actually even for American standards, it was a large room, but for European standards, this was like three rooms, Whoa. and um, it was. I, I could see the water. Um, there was this huge park between us and the water, and it was it was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, yeah, no, they they said Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, God damn it, Holiday Inn Express. So I'll be sure to harass the organizers. Don't harass James about that. I'll, I'll tell James what the fuck, man. Why don't I? Why don't I get to stay in the same swanky hotel that Cal got to stay in? Stay in this is bullshit. One thing I did find out while I was there was the hotel that I stayed in. They re- recorded an episode of Mr. Bean in that hotel. I don't know oh, if you've ever seen oh. Rowan Atkins. I'm familiar with the show. Yes. Yep. Record an episode of that in there, which was really cool because then I went back and watched it. Sweet. Nice. And, re- and recognized the rooms and stuff. That's kind of cool. Yep. All right. So I think we've reached the end of another exciting episode of your favorite podcast featuring two yeah. grumpy guys and one guy who really swears a lot. Uh, yep. 
So, uh, Cal, thanks so much for coming on. I'm sure we'll have some interesting conversations in July when we're in the same place and I have you captive on a boat and you can't run away. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so, Ed, how about a big shout out to our awesome sponsors? Yes, absolutely. And our, we got, a, remember, Backup Pro, who uh, do that cool plugin for five different CMSs. And it is, uh, we've got that special half off deal. Uh, for them, it's with the promo code DEVHELL, D-E-V-H-E-L-L. You go to backup-pro.com, you get hooked up, uh, you back your stuff up, and then you think, DevHell, thanks guys. You saved me some money <laughs> that I will spend on a new transactional email service. And hey, I bet you yeah. if GraphStory actually sponsored, people would keep, quit going... What is um what what's a graph database? Because people know, would actually know what it is I at that know, point, right? I know. Yeah. <sighs> and then we have uh, Rove, uh, which is uh, Priscilla and her dog now uh, running the whole thing. Uh, they have replaced Chris with an animal, uh, a well treated, well fed animal that's treated with respect. It uh, they read that book. Uh, culture of respect that Cal wrote or whatever it's called. And that's how they mm-hmm. treat their dogs now. So it's working out real well, doing everything they can to uh, make up for a tragedy filled past rove.com. And then wonder network, uh, you got your uh, natural load testing, you got your VPN service, wonder VPN. Got your uh, ping me from anywhere. Got your happy uh, birthday to Quadcore Paul. And happy birthday to Quadcore Paul, who one time drank four drinks at once in his younger days. That was fun times. That was good times. We were all a lot younger and a lot dumber back then. Oh, yes, we were. Oh, yes, we were. And uh, those are our sponsors for this week. So uh, pretty cool. Thanks, everybody, for sponsoring us. And please check out the sponsors. Do you know? at least mention us. So it seems like it matters at all that we talked about them. So, yes, this is another exciting episode winding up. Hey, you can hey find, it's yes, Ben what? Ramsey's birthday too. That was yesterday. I think, was it yesterday or is it today? It was I, don't today. I, I don't know. I just did what Facebook told me to. Thanks Sarah. And I just wished him happy birthday to my former boss. And I hope that he, and I hope that he would score a goal when he was playing soccer today. But Ben's company <laughs> is not a sponsor. So we probably shouldn't mention him. Yeah, whatever. Shoot proof. More like shot full of holes proof. Anyway. <laughs> Weak ass developer humor. So, yes, episode number 73 is in the can. Uh, thanks so much to our special guest, Cal Evans. You can find every single episode we've done, along with Ed's awesome choice of graphics. And now I get to choose the titles and do the write ups. Everything is available up at devhell.info. Every single episode, notes. Uh, you can listen to the audio there. You can. Uh, Hit us up. Do we have an RSS? We have an RSS feed on the site, don't we? Yeah, that's how podcasts work. Cool. So there's an RSS feed, so you can be notified when a <laughs> scintillating new episode comes across the tubes. Uh, if you subscribe to us in iTunes, uh, that's great. Uh, you can go and rate our rate all the episodes, and maybe we'll give a shit. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at 
dev underscore hell. You can find me on Twitter as Grumpy Programmer without the U. You can find Edis Funkatron with the U. Uh, we'll have some information about where you can get in touch with Cal in the show notes. Besides, if you're in PHP and you don't know who Cal Evans is, you should probably go use another language. Uh, so that's all for tonight. It, today's the would normally be the last day of February, but it's a leap year, so we have the February 29th. And I've all, always wondered, if you, if you were born on February 29th, how do you decide whether to celebrate your birthday in uh, non-leap years on the 28th or on the 1st? So why don't you think about that as you listen to this? Oh, no more talking. I'm doing the ending. This has been another exciting episode. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.